Turnout. It's all about turnout and motivating your supporters to get to the polls. We'll hear a lot about that in these last days before next Monday's vote. So let's ask the insiders what that actually means. Jamie, Kathleen and David are all here tonight. You know, we saw those advanced poll numbers today. Incredible for the weekend. What, three and a half million. So obviously somebody was doing their job getting out the vote uh, over the weekend. But the secret to getting out the vote is what, Jamie? Well, first of all, we call it get out the vote, but what we really mean is it's get out your vote, as Kathleen well knows, because if you're not careful, you end up pulling, especially in an election like this where people's minds are changing, you may end up bringing out the wrong voters to vote. So that's the first thing you got to do is you've got to make wrong sure voters, you meaning voters guys. who are not voting for yeah, your team, exactly. even though you're getting them to the polls. That's right. Okay. But basically what, what you do is, is in any campaign, there's two parts. There's the people who have been running the campaign, the people who have been preparing for Election Day. And those are the people that are going to be working from now till Monday to make sure that they use the information they've collected all through the campaign to get their voters out to the polls, and in the case of the advanced polls, as soon as possible so they don't change their mind. Kathleen? Well, Election Day is the most volunteer-intensive day on the whole campaign. You get hundreds and hundreds of volunteers working, what we call E-Day. And Jimmy's right. It starts with your list, your list of identified supporters. And you want to pull them. So what we call in, in, in strategist terms are number ones or number twos, those people who are committed voters. And it starts like this. It literally starts with the door knockers, the outside scrutineers, who will knock on a door and say, hi, I'm Kathleen Monk. I'm a Megan Leslie volunteer, and, and I'm here to ensure that you're going to get out to vote. And we ask really key questions, and they are, what time do you plan to vote? Do you need a ride? How are you going to get there? And what we do is by forcing the voter or asking the voter to really make a plan, we kind of commit them to their voting action. And in doing so, we try to eliminate any barriers. If they need a ride, we can offer a ride. People have even offered babysitting services in the past because we want those voters to get out. And it's been proven through research that if they actually talk face-to-face -to, -face to a canvasser, they have a 7% chance, uh, better chance of getting out to the polls that day. So, so it is important. You know, I was watching... Corey tonight today, one of the conservative strategists, and he was trying to explain away the fact they had a small crowd by saying, actually, all our supporters were out door knocking, getting ready to get out the vote. Mm -hmm. Now, that may have been a quick response he came up with in a hurry, but there's also, one assumes, some truth in that. You've it, got to get people out there. It is, and it's, it's intensive. I mean, I've, I've pulled the vote uh, here in Toronto in a by-election, and you wear your sneakers, you're climbing stairs in condos, you're doing door, uh, what we call a knock and drop, where we knock on a door and we leave a little card, information about where that voter could go and, and, and make their vote heard. So it's a long day on E-Day, um, but it is, it's, it's fun, and it's important. And we saw that at the polls, the advanced polls this weekend. David. Well, it's an important thing. It, it can make a difference on the margin. Um, it can certainly, uh, anybody, anytime anybody loses a race that's got hundreds of votes involved, they're going to sit back and they're going to say, those votes were out there for me to win. Uh, if I'd only worked a little harder, or if we'd identified more voters, mm -hmm. I could have overcome that balance. So if you lose narrowly, you're going to look to your local organization. And it also ultimately, you know, the turnout in this campaign is going to have a big effect on the result. Um, because we're all seeing polls right now that indicate a certain type of result, but those are polls among the entire population of the country. And we know that only 60% of the country roughly votes. And we know from past elections that the electorate is different from the population in some significant ways. So the higher that vote count is, the more likely that the election is actually to be representative of the overall population's So in some ways, turnout is one of those things that you, you can't really, uh, or you should be factoring in, uh, in these final days that we're not necessarily thinking about. 
For sure, and strategists are. There's a bunch of indicators we have which are pretty good at predicting uh, whether someone is going to vote or not. So, for example, if, if a strategist was given one demographic to look at to determine someone's intention to vote, it would be home ownership. We know people who own their own homes are much more likely to vote than people who don't. So that's one thing. If you had limited resources, you might want to concentrate on. Right now, Mr. Mr. Harper looks like he's having a bit of a spot of uh, trouble in the polls. But one of the things we also know about his vote is it's more likely more of his supporters in the past have been likely to turn out to vote. Now, when we're seeing big, big turnouts in the end's full, maybe that's maybe that's changing. And one interesting point, um, Peter, is that um, the Elections Canada actually gives the parties what's called an electors list. And so the parties will now have seen um, some electors who have already voted in these advanced polls, some of the 3.5 million, I believe, uh, who have already voted this past weekend. So we can already identify, oh, look, we actually know that a lot of our supporters have voted this past weekend, so that's good. So now we can concentrate on the next tranche. And as, as David mentioned, you know, when some of these uh, ridings are determined by seven votes, 44 votes, as they were in the 2011 election, it is really important that you have a strong ground game on election day. I think if I was an NDP candidate, I would not be polling vote that I hadn't reconfirmed with a recent telephone call. Because this campaign's been so long and it's gone through so many changes that it's likely in, in different writings this would be true of different parties and candidates because there's been shifting all over the place. But people that you identified as supporting a certain party in August mm -hmm. could well have changed their mind by now. And you could spend much of your day, as Jamie alluded to earlier, pulling out people that you thought were liberals or New Democrats or conservatives in August yeah. and are now going to vote for somebody else. And, and we talked about this, this earlier uh, in the day. That's happened before. I mean, there's a rumor I was involved in this campaign, but I've been told that George Smitherman actually pulled in a municipal campaign here in Toronto. In yeah, yeah, in Toronto, uh, he pulled a Rob Ford's vote. Um, so that's, you know, an example of that. But every party has their own systems of identifying their voters, and New Democrats have a pretty rigorous system of calling again and again and again. So it is up to the parties to identify and confirm that they're you know, their true committed supporters. Uh, I was involved in the Smitherman campaign, and we did pull Mr. Ford's uh, vote, regrettably, but, you know, that was just one of those things. The other thing, Peter, on this advanced poll, uh, it could be telling us one of two things. One, maybe something's up and people are really keen to vote, in which case that generally means change. Not always, but generally means change. Or it could be that parties in recent elections have put increasingly more emphasis yeah. on the advanced poll. Used to just be the person that was away on business or perhaps was, you know, sick or something like that. Now we've, we've seen a big effort to get people out. That could also explain the people that turned out. And also that it was blanketed or over a holiday well, weekend, weekend sure. so that, that might have had an impact as well. Okay, uh, last point. And it, 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 I know it's a delicate question for everybody, but it, it's that issue and you've all in some manners, being involved in situations like this, whether it was a, a leader, a cabinet minister, a candidate, uh, whatever the case is, where you, in fact, know, days leading up to the vote, that that person, he or she, is going to lose. Do you tell them? Absolutely. And uh, here's the thing. The campaign chair, the campaign manager's job is to protect the candidate from the ups and downs of the campaign. Because if they're obsessed with every day up or down or whatever, they're not doing their job. But here's when it changes. It changes when you're certain or you're as certain as you can be of the outcome. And then it's not your campaign. It's their campaign. And they're entitled to know that because they're entitled to make and participate in those last minute decisions where they go, where they spend their money, 
if they spend their money, if they stop spending money. And so I think is I think you've got an obligation. When you're as certain as you can be, you got to tell them. Kathleen. Um, I don't. I haven't had that experience, so I don't uh, feel confident in talking about it. But I do think there's a, a, all your candidates have won. Uh, well, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack Layton and Rachel Notley. Um, yeah, okay. uh, you know, I mean, Jack didn't win, but he, he certainly improved yeah. on his base each time. Um, so I, I defer to my colleagues. That said, I think that any everyone would agree that you have to be truthful and give that unvarnished, truthful response to uh, your leader who you serve. No, David. Yeah, I don't really know how it would end up with one night a big surprise, oh, you're losing or you've lost, you're going to lose tonight. I mean, there's so many public polls, the person's going to be intellectually curious about what's going on. The campaigns I've been involved in uh, have generally kept the leader informed as to what the state of play was throughout the campaign, so they knew where we were in our internal polling and why we were making the strategic decisions that we were, that we were making. So in the case of, say, 2006 with Paul Martin, I didn't have to sit down on election night and say you're going to lose. We'd been talking about the fact that we were likely to lose uh, for a couple of weeks and making decisions on that basis. What I did have to do that night that was quite painful was call a number of senior cabinet ministers and a number of members of parliament who'd been quite close to Paul or to me or to others and say, based on what we're seeing in our overnight data leading up to tonight, you're not going to have a, a good night calls to people like Ann McClellan and things are it's a very difficult part of the process and would they have known would they have sensed that by then or was this coming as news to them I think in their rational mind they would have sensed it or known it but it's the nature of being a candidate that you're eternally optimistic and you're always believing mm -hmm. it's out there and you tend to hear a lot more positive reinforcement than negative criticism and so you want to believe and there's enough evidence that allows you to believe so I felt in that instance it was important for those kind of people not to be blindsided by what was going Happen. You get the last word. After a candidate loses, they're convinced there's been massive electoral fraud because everybody told them they were going to vote for them. And of course, they get crushed once the election comes, right? It's the nature of being a candidate. Yeah. Tough night for all of them um, uh, in situations like that. All right. Coming up, only days away now, the insiders will be with us next Monday. Just one part of an exciting election night broadcast we'll be telling you about all through this week.